If you are a teacher, parent, administrator, student, and or anyone who loves reconnecting children with nature, and you want to figure out how to cultivate learning gardens and nature-based curriculum, then this is the podcast, the Outdoor Classrooms Podcast. My name is Victoria Hackett. I am the founder of OutdoorClassrooms.com and the Secret Gardens Nature Classes. I love witnessing the magic that happens when children are playfully learning outdoors, Observing the return of wonder and curiosity when children are interacting with nature is pure magic. This is the podcast that is going to help you capture children's interest and give you not only inspiration, but some real life strategies that are going to help you figure out how to use the outdoor space, your outdoor space, as a teaching tool so you can enlighten the playful learning experience young children. Welcome to our Outdoor Classrooms community. Hello and welcome back to the Outdoor Classrooms podcast. It's Victoria Hackett here and I'm so excited to talk about today's topic. We are going to be asking the question, what is nature pedagogy? There's going to be a lot of terms. There's going to be a lot of sort of looking at different programs. So I thought we would sort of spend these first couple of episodes really looking at some of the language and some of the vocabulary so we're all on the same page. This is going to give us a nice foundation. So we've already looked at some of the first episodes, which was how does nature impact young children's well-being? Then our second episode was the nature of nature-based play outdoors. Our third episode was a fantastic interview and conversation, Outdoor Classrooms Tour and Talk, with Bianca Hagen from the Hidden Valley Forest School. And our upcoming podcast, we're going to be looking at mindfulness in learning gardens and concluding the month with the five phases of teaching outdoors. So we have so much, and then we're going to dive in deeper each month. This month is really, and our first episode is really kind of developing that foundation. So I wholeheartedly believe that we need to get nature pedagogy into all our undergraduate and graduate degree programs as part of qualifications in education. I also believe that there should be a lot of this nature pedagogy in parent education. So when we're all taking classes and figuring out how to be a parent, Uh, I think it would be fantastic to include nature pedagogy within that. Again, not just parents, not just educators, but really for anyone interested in reconnecting nature with children. Understand what nature pedagogy is and it kind of infused that into their foundation of learning. So today we're going to be looking at again pedagogy in nature and look and education and look at the who, what, where, when, and how of nature pedagogy. So let's get started. The first question is what is pedagogy in education? So it seems like a pretty big term. It seems like you know oh I have to go be an educator to really understand all of this. I'm putting this out there because I think it's important for all of us to understand the vocabulary and the terms. And There are so many possibilities for learning outdoors that I wanted to bring, again, breaking down this vocabulary. So pedagogy is a combination of three elements. First element is teaching methods. So this is what instructors, and again, when I say instructors and educators, I within that I also include parents because 
I feel like we're all educating children. So just so we're all on the same page there. So teaching methods, it's the when instructors, educators, it's what they do. It's a part of their theory. It's a part of their practice. The second one is the learning activities. So this is what educators are asking their students to do. It's their methodology. It's their process. And then a final one is learning assessments. These are simply the, the assignments. It's the projects, the tasks that measure the student's learning. It's sort of the specific curriculum. Pedagogy is a way of learning. Pedagogy is a way of working with children. It's value-driven and a learning practice that is built on relationships. So a lot of this, the overlying is how are children interacting with each other? How are they working together? And what's interesting to throw into this is a lot of young children today have because of the pandemic, that piece, that relationship piece has been absent. So when we're thinking of pedagogy and bringing children together and bringing ch children together outside, which we'll talk about in a minute, uh, how vastly important that is to really also be thinking of the relationships that children have with each other. So that's really this pedagogy is both theory and practice and it, it to under, also understand that it varies greatly d depending on the educational philosophy that you are following. To me, that's a super, super exciting part. There's five pedagogy approaches. Pedagog not to get sort of wrapped up totally in this, but I think it's really important to have this as a foundation. Pedagogy is another word for education. And education is defined as the profession and science of teaching. There's five major pedagogy approaches that we can use as educators. And the first one is constructivist. Con construct is, you see that in the word there. So that's when learners are really constructing knowledge rather than just passively taking in information. They're con kind of constructing it. And then the second one is collaborative. That means... They're working together on activities. They're learning tasks in a group that are small enough to ensure that everyone is participating. So this is, again, vital to find that, find experiences where children can be collaborative. The third one is integrative, where the learner brings together prior knowledge and experiences to, to support knowledge and experiences. So integrative. So when you're thinking about very young, young children, we want to give them as much information and experiences that as possible at a very young age so they can take that and carry it onto their next experience. It can be very simple experiences, but we want to expose them to as much as we possibly can during these first five years of life because that's when their brains are so malleable and that they're going to take on and embrace that all of that. So we want to give them and as much as possible. Number four is reflective. It's a teaching model where educators are continually reflecting upon their lessons and curriculum to improve future iterations. Again, at the end of our nature-based program, we always have a closing song and we talk about what we did that day. So really just as it can be as simple as that, just asking, so what do we do? and talking about that reflective, how does that connect? And then we have number five, which is inquiry-based learning. That's where educators are continually reflecting on their lessons and their curriculum to improve the next future iterations 
of whatever they're going to be doing. Have constructivist, collaborative, integrative, reflective, and inquiry-based. So those are five pedagogy approaches. The big question is, what if we mixed pedagogy with nature? Huh, isn't that amazing to think about? Before we do that, so we're going to, I want you to sort of think of a Venn diagram. So you've got pedagogy on one side, and you've got nature on the other side, and then we're going to overlap and have this middle. We're going to go on the other side of the Venn diagram and ask the question, well, what is nature? So you think, oh, well, of course, nature is animals, plants, landscape, and all the features of the outdoors. It's products of the earth, like sticks and rocks and butterflies that goes under the animals. And it's also the breathtaking beautiful beauty of nature. It can be the moon, the sun, the river, the clouds, the mountain, the rain, and the water, and all of what that brings to us. That is nature. And it's, it's the physical world collectively, the outdoor physical world in a collection. That is our nature. And so when we ask the question, what is nature pedagogy? That's where we're merging those to that Venn diagram in the middle here. So we're in that middle piece and we're asking the question, what is nature pedagogy? So this is a beautiful, these are, the, these pedagogies should be the ones that are infused into our undergraduate and graduate programs of education. Nature pedagogy includes a way of working with children and education in the outdoor environments that embrace nature as a learning tool and also as a teacher. Okay, so we're using the environment, we're using the outdoor environment as a learning tool. It includes this nature pedagogy, being outdoors and learning and teaching. It includes the process of assessment and planning. It, it's a combination of both early childhood education and environmental education. So you're merging those two. It's also the connection and relationship with nature as a form of teaching. So all of this effort is to, to educate outside, that we can use our outdoor space as an outdoor classroom, as a tool for teaching. But it's also twofold in that we want to build that relationship with the children amongst themselves, but we also want them to build a relationship with nature. So it becomes their teacher, it becomes a learning tool, and they become an advocate, become older adults. So why do we need nature pedagogy. Nature, creating a nature pedagogy is about taking an academic discipline like math or science or literacy and studying how knowledge and skills are imparted in an educational context. Again, like I said before, with that blanket of kids interacting with each other, we're taking academic topics like literacy, math, and we're taking that outdoors and combining it with nature. And this provides countless opportunities for discovery, creativity, problem solving, STEM education. So when children, again, as I said, and I will say over and over, is when children are interacting with natural environments, it allows them to learn by doing and it allows them to experiment with ideas. So in nature, children are thinking, they're questioning, they're making hypotheses. And therefore, in turn, they are developing these incredible inquisitive minds. So creating that nature pedagogy is the mixture of how can we take that academic discipline 
and merge it with education and make it into something of our own. Where is nature pedagogy is the next question. It can be seen, Claire Warden said this, a piece of this. She notes, nature pedagogy can be seen as the river that runs underneath many models of education. I love that image is you sort of think of all the different models of education. You think of forest schools, Reggio Emilia, nature-inspired approach, the Waldorf nature-inspired approach, the Montessori nature pedagogy, thinking about those type of schools and those type of programs and models in education mixed with nature-based learning, play-based learning, emergent nature-based curriculum. These are all terms that you will hear over and over and over. This is where we're gonna be finding these nature pedagogies. And to think of it as a river that runs underneath these models of education, it's just such a great image. And that's, Claire Warden notes that in one of her her articles, which is kind of neat. When are nature pedagogies important? Pretty much all seasons and all ages is, is a quick answer. When you're thinking of planting seasonal crops or collecting groups of objects and counting, children are developing mathematical skills. If you combine that with telling a story about the experience, that the, that's in, incorporating literacy skills. All of this is so vital to ch child development, depending on the age and the stage of where they are. The earlier the better that they're outside and connected to nature is vital to their child development and their growth. It's there's no waiting, oh, they're gonna be they're too young. When infants and toddlers are outside, they are absorbing the nature. They're listening to the sounds, they're getting used to the wind. Mother nature is playing a major role in making infants and toddlers and children receptive to the teaching signals of being outdoors and nature and, and all of that. So as early as possible in getting kids outdoors and that is exciting. So the final question is, how can you create your own nature pedagogy? So this is so exciting to think about, wow, you're creating, I'm gonna to wanna to create this outdoor classroom and, and what am I gonna do when I get out there? And we are gonna be in, in a future episode talking about the five phases of teaching outdoors. And before even getting there, it's really asking ourselves these questions of what do I want my own nature pedagogy to be? We are also gonna be interviewing a whole host of people that are going to be coming from different backgrounds. Some of them are going to be Montessori-based programs. Some of them are going to be Waldorf-based programs. So we will get deeper into what those are. And some of them will be a play-based program or an emergent curriculum. You're going to hear these terms. You're going to, we're going to dive deeper into that. But what I want you to do is to really think about yourself and your own program and, and the way that you teach and how that comes across. And thinking about asking these questions to yourself, journaling about it, do you wanna mix and match? It doesn't necessarily have to be one philosophy over another. It can be a whole potpourri, but it's your nature-based pedagogy. What is that? What does that entail? What theories are you gonna put under your umbrella or in your stream? So some examples include 
incorporating natural materials into your daily indoor classroom life. Bringing the outdoors inside can be part of that nature pedagogy. Again, taking and promoting nature-based science outdoors. I sort of like to think not just science, but I like to think math outdoors. Juliet Robertson has a beautiful book called Messy Maths Outdoors. She's a pioneer on taking math outdoors. And so if you do not have that book, that's a fantastic resource. Another one is Taking Literacy Outdoors. And another fantastic book is called Books in Bloom another fantastic resource. So really thinking about what trips your trigger, what works in your program. Is it a program that you really go heavily into language development in context of the natural world? What are those possibilities? Storytelling we talk about. So again, encouraging children to make those inquiries, discoveries about the world around them. That's the sort of ultimate goal and thinking about how you can do just that. So really looking and researching and thinking about all the different possibilities of pulling from different theories and making it your own. With that, I like to think about what makes us educators and parents feel most alive being outdoors. It's that, again, that connection with nature and spending more time and figuring out how we can do that and keeping the fire alive within us. And then in turn, that will radiate energy out into our children and then their families and really thinking about what is nature pedagogy? What is it that can make us connect, make those connections And I'd like to think about as we throw a stone into the pond that there's this ripple effect, thinking about just nature pedagogy and your program and thinking about all the different programs, which we will be bringing a host of programs onto this podcast so we can really learn about. Now you have the vocabulary, now you have framework to put it into, and then you can choose, I really like a little bit of that outdoor classroom. We really like a little bit of that research. So pulling that together and really making it your own and then letting us know, sharing what you're learning and being a part of something greater and joining us in our membership. We have a membership called The Circle. It's an incredible group of educators. We are pulling together and creating a community where we meet twice a month and we have access to pretty much most of the resources that are on the Outdoor Classrooms uh, website, all the different classes and the different workshops. But for the most part, I'm not going to get into all of that, but to really think about if you're looking for a place to increase your vibration and reach more people and connect and not feel so alone in this whole process of creating an outdoor classroom and developing your outdoor teaching practice and and or you need support in letting people in your community know that this is what you're really interested in doing or even if you're a parent and you're interested in creating a backyard learning garden and you you want some support in that we are a community all of us are here uh, supporting each other, lifting each other up in showcasing what our outdoor classrooms are teaching us and 
kind of stealing ideas from each other and and it's neat because we're we're from all over the world so it's it's super exciting to feel so connected in that regard that's what i have for today we are going to be talking about so many more things in this podcast next up i believe we have mindfulness in the learning gardens and then we will have the we'll be diving into the five phases of teaching outdoors. So again, come on over and join us in the circle. It's a wonderful place to be. If you can't do that right now, join us on our Facebook page and Instagram and join the conversation. Thanks so much and we'll talk soon. Bye. So if you like this podcast and you're getting something out of it, if it feels good and you walk away going, ah, the day feels brighter and I wanna go outside, Then I want you to tell your fellow educators, parents, and friends about it. I want everyone to feel this awesome about getting outdoors and all the possibilities for playful learning with children when you get out there. So if you are talking about outdoor classrooms and you like talking about outdoor classrooms and teaching outdoors and all the different possibilities, subscribe to us and leave a review. We would love to have you. Go to our Outdoor Classrooms Facebook page in our group, our Instagram pages, and tell us what your outdoor classroom challenges are. Want to dig deeper? Check out our Outdoor Classroom Circle membership community. It's like no other. Tell your fellow educators and let's start a little revolution about outdoor classrooms. When every child in every school has access to an outdoor classroom and learning gardens, then we will have more beauty in this world. Let's get creative and bring more joy into our teaching outdoors.